music reports, reviews, and remarks. I am your host, Sarah James, and joining me today is my co-host... Tyler Wheatley. And our lovely guest... Matthew Yap. Yeah! First podcast of the semester, guys. Woo-hoo. That's exciting. Um, so we have a lot, you know... It's been a couple, a couple weeks since we've been here, since classes have started. That's a week and a half, yeah. technically. Yeah. Um, but we're getting back into it, into the swing of things. Um, few fun things have happened in the world of music over the past weekend, really, is what we're going to focus on. Um, mainly Taylor Swift, a little Frank Ocean, and then we're going to dive into the VMAs. So, Yee. y'all ready? Yee. Yee. All right. So, question to start off the podcast. Um, do you agree with Kendrick Lamar about hip-hop being the number one music genre of today? I agree with everything Kendrick Lamar has said ever. <laughs> I, I bow at the feet of Kendrick <laughs> okay, Lamar. Okay, so Matthew worships Kendrick but no, Lamar. I do worship Kendrick Lamar, but no, actually I don't really agree with the hip-hop thing. I, hmm, it's kind of, it's an interesting question. Actually, Tyler chose this question, uh, and yeah. I, thought, I thought it was a really interesting one. I chose it because, uh, I mean, if you look at, like, mainstream music nowadays and our generation coming up in the world mm-hmm. that is like one of the biggest besides like punk which is coming up like really hard like Vans Warped Tour is getting yeah. huge yeah. but like hip hop is pretty much I mean you look up like top 50 songs in the US right now and almost all of them are rap or hip hop of some and sort and it's pop music has become hip hop where it's and like see, artists artists who are considered pop artists it's not that sound that used to be kind of its own thing that was pop is no longer that like synthetic bubblegum that you kind of consider to be pop that has shifted to more of a hip hop or R&B kind of so, sound so pop is dead well see so, I was yeah. actually going to say in my opinion pop's kind of the biggest genre to still to me yeah but I'll it's say, just there's it's a much more it's a, heavier it's a different hip-hop. thing yes yeah. and so like in my mind, what hip hop is, and maybe that's just me, like not being mm. able to understand what hip hop is now. But in my mind, what hip hop is is still a rung below what pop is. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I do think that, um, granted, this is not the genre of music that I usually listen to. Right. Anyway, I am much more the uh, classic rock, new rock, alternative indie artist kind of situation is what I try to listen to. So like. As far away from pop music as you can get most of the time. You know, kind um, of. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, but I listen I listen to the radio every now and then. And I just, I do think that pop is still, that's the whole reason it's called pop is because it's short for popular music. Yeah. And that is what's popular. But I do think that um, pop music has a lot more of a heavier hip hop influence than it has in the past. Yeah. So... I'll say Despacito, the most popular pop song right now. It actually just tied with Mariah Carey for the longest on the number one Billboard charts, uh, 17 weeks. Of course it did. And that's a Latin influence. It's, I'll say, Latin-influenced pop song. And so, yeah, I feel like pop... quotes. Quotes. I feel like pop's starting to take a lot of influence is what Mm -hmm. the difference is. But you go, Despacito. You guys did that. You 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 guys did that. I'll take it. All right. Are we going to... We're going to start off with an argument. We're just going to jump right into it. Sarah, I don't like your glasses. I'm not wearing glasses. Today. Oh, not the influence we're going. Not even. I the thought we were going for like for. a different kind of argument. No. My bad. All right, we're jumping into new music, <laughs> and you can't. I mean, it's the biggest thing that's happening in music right now, and that is Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. It's good. It's Her new not. song, "Look What You Made Me Do," <laughs> and Matthew here. Matthew knows what he's talking about. <laughs> All right, we'll hear. Present your argument. It's a shame that the two hosts of this music podcast don't get what's happening right now. But, listen, it's a good song. 
And people can say, like, I know you, both of your arguments is that the chorus just kills it, but I really like the chorus. We can't deny it's a catchy song. Like, it's a really catchy song. It is catchy. catchy. Song. It does get stuck in my head it. fairly often. And also, not every, I think we're in this age where every chorus has to go so hard and just be, like, super highlighted. But the chorus itself was influenced by um, Too Sexy for My Shirt, which if you look back then, that was a good song. That was a super popular song. Chorus was the same way. The chorus died down. I think it's okay to have a simple chorus. And I think what the chorus in this song does is drive home the message of you've made me become something that I didn't necessarily want to be. And so I think the chorus is good because it drives home the message she's trying to send. Also, if you look at the entire song lyrically, it's pretty good. Oh, okay. I'll agree with you on a couple points. Um, Because I was kind of there for it. I was there for Emo Taylor Swift. When the song first started to play, yeah. and I was like, it starts off with its like these little violin strings, and it's kind of orchestral, and I was like, this sounds like something off of a fever you can't sweat out a little bit. Okay, yeah. Um, and I was like, this is cool. I'm here for this. And the verses, I was like, all right, she's pissed. I'm okay with this. This edgier version of Taylor, I'm here for it. The pre-chorus got me hype, and then the chorus hits, and it's not necessarily that it's like choruses have to build but it's the fact that it did build to something and then dropped to nothing and taylor swift honey listen like (laughs) i girl can sing but i don't need taylor swift trying to seriously rap at me because i can't i I wouldn't say she was trying to seriously rap okay well she's not singing and that's what she's better at. And like, because the second half of the second verse does the same thing. It's her mm-hmm. just speaking, and I can't stand it. Her voice is so obnoxious to me when she's just speaking really? that. Yeah. And I it's enjoy like it. somewhat kind of like sensual, and I just felt uncomfortable. She's like, uh, look what you made me do. And it I'm was like, hot. So, uh, it's gross. It's I, gross. I definitely I can't wasn't do into it. the whole whispering into my ears because I, I like to listen to music with earbuds in. So I got. You know, serenaded and felt like she was trying to be seductive right in my earlobe. No, nah, I want and Taylor I Swift like, right I'm, up in there licking my ear. I need no, it. No, I wasn't all about it. I mean, like, yeah, like you said, like the Too Sexy for My Shirt thing, like that was a good song, but I feel like the, like, it didn't build up to, like, a mediocre chorus. It wasn't like, yes, get let down. <laughs> and then just, like, keep going, like, it didn't happen. Yeah. But then we're going to finish the song with it like it happened. And also, the song should have ended 30 seconds before it did. I liked the phone call. She was like, oh, the old Taylor's dead. And I was like, ooh, ooh, savage. And then she kept going. I was like, no, you could have hung <laughs> up the phone. Been, that would have been, been a boss ending to the song. That been a, just I'll that. give you that. That would have been a cooler ending. But I was like, I was Why? Like, I mean, She's dead. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, that was good, though. Out of every Taylor Swift thing she's done. Just, and see, but is the old Taylor dead though? Is she really? We'll because, see when the like, album she's comes done this out. before. Like, here's my thing. I have not liked Taylor Swift in quite some time. I thought her first album, Matt was in a country phase back then, kids. But oh, her okay. first album, Tim McGraw, was one of the greatest songs of that time. Like, really, really enjoyed old Taylor. And then when it got into like red and what was shake it off's album called 1989 1989 yeah wasn't a fan of either of those no. did not enjoy no. them uh speak now is okay i think that was her second one but like yeah i have not liked Third, her in a while fearless was the second one. second either way have yeah. i liked the first one and i'm enjoying what i've gotten from this one i hated shake it off so like see i i'm kind of in a different camp mm-hmm. like i've never been a huge fan of taylor swift like i don't seek out Taylor Swift and purposefully listen no, to her like ever. 
Um, but my sister was a Taylor Swift fan growing up, and so okay. I'm pretty sure she owns. I'm pretty sure she owns every Taylor Swift album. I may be wrong. No, she has Red. So, Would you yeah. be surprised she, if she ha- if she didn't have? <laughs> no, it's like I wasn't sure, but I'm pretty sure she has every Taylor Swift album. So it's like I listened to it by proxy because my sister was listening to it. Let's yeah. cut to a um, phone call of Sarah asking if your sister <laughs> has everyone. Hey, Lydia, do you have? No, it's fine. Um, oh no, wait, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt. Um, I've been shot. Dark joke. Lyrics of <laughs> a horrible humor. song. Um, but. And I've never hated Taylor Swift. Yeah. I Red was not a good album. I Loving was a fan of her first red. album. And Fearless I thought was decent. Speak Now I actually really like. Red was some was a weird like amalgamation. Because that was when she was trying to transition from like country to pop. And it was like yeah. a weird mixture of both. And mm-hmm. then 1989 where she distinctly said, I'm no longer a country artist. I'm a pop artist. I was I was there for it. I like 1989. I think it's a decent album. Again, I don't like seek it out and listen to it, but I have listened to every song on the album, and I don't hate it. I, I don't. The only love one it, I really I enjoyed from it. that one was uh, "Style" and "Out of the Woods." I thought both of those were good. Yeah. Other than that, I wasn't. I have like very little Taylor Swift experience because that's like, why you don't, don't know this one's a great I, song. <laughs> I listened to it a couple times just to even. I was like, you know, you can't try something once and then say you hate it. You got to yeah. give it two or three times and Absolutely. then say you actually hate it. But and no, I can't say I hate the song. It's catchy, so you know it gets stuck in your head if you listen to it more than once or twice. But I mean, I'll give Taylor this prop. She's tried her multiple flavors of music mm-hmm. and straight up admitted, "Okay, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm doing this now. This is what I want to do." Yeah. And not a lot of artists can. Uh, Kendrick Lamar's not going to go country tomorrow and then go, "Ah, I hated it," because <laughs> uh, he would. He's not about that. He's not going to make some social justice country song you know how about po- like for, political like, issues country kendrick <laughs> country kendrick ha- needs to happen let's country kendrick 2k get that, 17 get that let's get that let's get that going but on to uh podcast. new song still uh frank ocean did drop provider in yeah, a I... surprise podcast yeah. like during the vmas That's during so like crazy. sunday night's game of thrones like during all of these things happening frank ocean's like i want to be a thing I'm going to drop a song now. That's so obscure, but also really cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, it's almost like he wanted it to be low key and people that know Frank and that hardcore follow him are going to be like listening to that Mm -hmm. rather than, or maybe they're listening to it while watching the VMAs, which is pretty, you know, that's a pretty like low key chill thing. I'll give him that. He didn't want it to be like a whole separate thing and get a bunch of popularity out of it rather than for basically to be another blonde situation, hype it up Mm -hmm. and then release it. It was like, here's a song. Y'all have been patient. Right. It's something like kind of reminds you of like what Beyonce does, where she's like, "I'll let it speak for itself." Like I'm not gonna she do. Just dropped yeah, she the, just drops it. The yeah. Beyonce album. I think she dropped the Beyonce album. And limit. Yeah, and Lemonade. She had very little, despite yeah, the fact Lemonade that it was like was a like, two-hour movie. Yeah, Lemonade also kind of came out of nowhere yeah. with like no hype for it. At yeah, all. I'll say I have. Re- pr- I appreciate when artists. artists like just like respect their like music and art enough to just be like mm-hmm. it'll speak for itself i think yeah. that's impressive like, i don't need some i don't need a huge teaser trailer for my music video <laughs> and to yeah. post this huge thing like i what feel Taylor like Swift and did. i feel like frank even like he did that for <laughs> yeah, blonde like big time like you saw like fake shops coming up yeah all across like the nation oh, yeah. of like yo blonde's coming out but i think even he could even still ride that momentum mm-hmm. like people are like yo frank ocean is still here. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then when he, he drops a song, people that. are like, "Oh, 
yo, Frank Ocean dropped a song. I can go listen to that now. Like, yeah. I don't have to just listen to Blonde on repeat. Like, I mean, I thought it was a pretty cool thing for him to do. I listened to it a couple times, thought it was uh, a pretty good one. Uh, it's pretty chill, so I'll give it him is. That. Again, this is It isn't. fell short for me. Yeah, it's not my favorite thing, but it's also because I don't I listen to yeah. this type of music. I don't music listen all to like time. Frank Ocean all the time, but I thought it for being pretty chill and yeah. I mean, he said it it was pretty deep looking at the lyrics and stuff too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, props to him kind of having a deep low key song come out. I think that's where it is for me is lyrically I like it a lot more than probably than anything on Blonde yeah. but musically I don't think it really like holds up to Blonde and maybe had he waited longer because there is still so much hype for Blonde and I love Blonde I thought it was a great album Yeah, but like maybe had he waited longer I would have liked this song more because mm-hmm. I was I was expecting more musically with this one That yeah that is a big problem especially if you come out with an album that's like so big and so much hype behind it and then if it does live up to that hype and then they right. drop something after that and it's not as awesome mm-hmm. as the hype before it then you're like well now I'm now I'm let down yeah. now what do I yeah. do about this and it's like i mean i guess it, for him he has to be kind of courageous just to drop a song out of nowhere especially after all that hype that came out for blonde mm-hmm. so i mean you know i think it's a more authentic move though yeah. for for him to just be like for him here to you go. be like because again, like what you said, Tyler, the fans will find it, or people will be able to find it, and then the real fans will follow it. So you don't get the people who are like jumping aboard the train just because yeah. it's yeah. what's popular. This isn't you just get hype the people train. who, yeah, you get the people who are like actually interested. And yeah, that may not, it may not be as big as what Blonde was, mm-hmm. but I think you get something more authentic between the artist and the people listening to it, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean. Yeah, like you said, like musically, I mean, I'd probably have to listen to it a few more times to be yeah, like, same. okay, I can totally dig this. But once I looked at the lyrics and stuff, I was like, okay, yeah, like this is a pretty good yeah. song. Like it's well written. I, I I liked it. I can appreciate well written songs even mm-hmm. if it's not something I'll listen to all the time. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I've uh, gone on the rant many a times. I don't like country music anymore. I used to be really into it. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of them, but there are some really, really amazing. I think there's, in the country genre, there's some of the best writers out there for music. Oh, yeah. I don't like it particularly for the sound, but Mm -hmm. writing-wise. Now, don't get me started on my rant because, like, Luke Bryan and, like, Keith Urban, people like that, they're killing the country industry, but that's another problem. If you look at um, old Arena Country. Arena Country. Yeah. Listen to Bo Burnham. He explains it Yeah, he'll explain everything. Stadium Stadium Country. Stadium Country country music. It's awful. No, but, like, the old country style where you have like Waylon Jennings and Dolly Parton, like those are some of the greatest. Dolly Parton, oh, yeah. I will those argue Those are some day of like the greatest the writers and music yes. ever. So oh, like yeah. we can appreciate that much, and you know maybe Fleetwood Mac, if you consider it um, country, I think Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Stevie Nicks, in my opinion, is the greatest uh, musical writer of all time. I can agree. With I'll, that. I'll respect that opinion. I will, yeah. respect I will definitely that. respect that opinion. Wait. Is this the perfect segue into VMA's Best Artist of the Year, then? Whoa! What? What? Oh, my goodness. In my opinion, it's Stevie Nicks. What did the VMA say? <laughs> the VMA said Ed Sheeran. Shocker. Oh, they were wrong. Yeah, they were wrong. Uh, Ed Sheeran ended up beating, like, Taylor Swift, Kendrick Lamar. Um, I don't think Taylor was up. Cause, uh, was she Taylor hadn't dro- not up there? No, because she hadn't dropped anything yet. Okay, well, yeah. he did beat Kendrick Lamar, which was... Weird. Pretty weird considering Damn came out this year and everyone yeah. was like, whoa. I mean, Kendrick was the biggest winner yeah, of the night. Six? He had, six he had the most awards. nominations and then he had eight nominations. And which he was won the most six out of, of them. And got six of them. And I think the person who won the second most was, I think, Katy Perry, which that's weird. That's yeah. weird that like the host is nominated for Also, stuff. especially <laughs> since her album's not 
that good in Matt's witness opinion. i haven't i've only listened to the handful of like singles swish, that have come out from swish it. i hate swish swish guys yeah i'm not a fan even. of swish swish either no, no honestly i think in my opinion as much as i love damn i think lloyd deserved um melodrama was good melodrama is a fantastic was album good. and was it's really, really good. what i respect and the reason i think she deserved artist of the year is because she really took a ch- it's a very experimental album like it's it's very different from anything else that's out right now, and I think she deserved more for that. Mm-hmm. Ed Sheeran released another Ed Sheeran album that sounds like all the other it ones. It sounds like Ed Sheeran. Also, yeah. props yeah. to Lord for performing on a flu. On a yeah. flu. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, I obviously wasn't, like, or super flu, blown away by the, by the homemade dynamite. But I'm, like, when I watched it, I was like, what? And then I saw later that... She had the flu, and I was like, "Oh, poor baby." Well, she like, also said she was doing the whole like her whole. Everyone kind of made a joke about like or about her weird dancing, and she was like, "No, I'm getting performed at the VMAs. I'm just dancing, having fun." She was mm-hmm. like, "No, I didn't have choreography or anything," but she was like, "I was having a good time," and I like that. Yeah, it's, like, I respect Lord. I do. That she's was, pretty uh, cool. She's a, she's a cool gal. That was a super she respectable is. thing for her to be like. You know what? I'm gonna take this opportunity, even if I do feel like crap. To go and perform in front of all these people right. and let some people hear my stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, yeah. So artist of the year Ed Sheeran, but music video of the year did go to Kendrick Lamar with "Humble." Which, and also, which that's, an epi- that's an epic. Music also, video. that music video is great, but his performance live at the VMAs oh, literally oh blew away the rest of the VMAs. Like it was like "Humble" it came all out, went down from literally there. lit a stuntman on fire, and everyone's like. Oh, and then the rest of the VMAs, everyone was like, what is this mess? I, I said this earlier when we were talking before the podcast started. I feel like Kendrick Lamar is too good for the VMAs. The yeah. VMAs yeah. at this point in my mind, I don't know if, I mean, the VMAs are more known for the performances than the actual award themselves. Yeah. I put them up there been. with like the MTV awards. Like, like I put it up like in it's my not mind, real. in yeah. my mind. The VMAs and like the MTV Movie Awards, like the two award shows that MTV do, are on the same page as like the Nickelodeon, KCAs, and TCAs. Honestly, yeah, kind like, of. They're the same. They're the exact same thing. I say it's more of just like, it's more of just people don't actually care about the awards. People are kind of there for the spectacle because people yeah. expect like a Miley Cyrus situation from like 2015. Like, yeah, yeah. that's and what people have come to expect. This spectacle was it felt it was, was nothing but a soccer mom trying to not be lame. And yeah. unfortunately, Katy Perry soccer mommed up the whole she thing. She kept making jokes about, she was like, haha, good thing you're not watching Game of Thrones. This is way more interesting. And all it made me think is how much I'd rather be watching Game of Thrones. That's like, the, like the poor, I'm not even going to say poor VMAs, but like the VMAs were on at the same time as the Game of Thrones season finale. Like that's, you can't, it was you can't cool. compete you're not with compete. The you're VMAs not did not have that. a naked Jon Snow. Like you're how not are you going to compete? You're not going to be, sh- I'm, I'm behind. You can't I'm literally a whole season behind right now, so I can't I'm even discuss. I'm five seasons behind. <laughs> No, okay, Sarah's not in this conversation. Anyway, let's move away from here before we start getting all up in that. Um, But, yeah, uh, another winner of the VMAs, uh, Taylor Swift, but she didn't really make an appearance. I think it was mainly just because of her whole premiere. Like, she wasn't, yeah, she wasn't up for anything. There, just because there was a rumor, there was a yeah, rumor that rumor. she was gonna show up and perform. Yeah, and then that she was half premiered, the reason. Look what and you made me do. And she premiered was like, the music video, and people were gonna okay. be like, "She's gonna perform it. She's gonna show up. She's gonna perform it. She's gonna win everything." But like, she was still the most talked about thing about the VMA. She was. And that's what there. I think. I almost think that's why she didn't show up is because she knew she was getting more. Oh yeah, she's covered getting oh, yeah. by not being She was just chilling at home with her cats. Watching the world, <laughs> which also burn. she kind of won the VMAs because she dropped a music video during it 
and she got, I think it's at 70 million views right now, got way more coverage than any performance of the VMAs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It's definitely the most talked about thing to come from the VMAs, and it wasn't even technically a part of it. Yeah. It just happened at the same time. Yeah, yeah. she kind of, she beat about a little she, bit. She did, she did well. I don't know who her uh, publicity person is, but... They, I'm not going to deny that she's... They planned that out. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. deny that she's smart and she knows how to get her stuff out there and she knows that oh, people yeah. are going to listen whenever she says anything. I just don't like the song. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I didn't like the song. But I will say the music video is interesting. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, it's I heard a cool the ending was video. pretty cool. It was uh, like all the other dead tailors. And yeah, she's, she's like, like bashing It's like her herself. bashing herself with yeah. all the insults Which people have given her. seems kind of interesting. Yeah. I like, mean, you know, it's like an, it's a weird self-deprecation while also yeah. realizing I was cringy in the past. Yeah. <laughs> but it also, I don't know. To me, it just seemed fake. Well, I think a lot of it, what it was, was like, she was being like, she made the joke like, I don't want to be part of this narrative. Like, I'm, she yeah. was making jokes of things other people have insulted her with. Like, she made a joke about writing a song about a guy or that yeah. she seen. she made a joke about how she seems fake. And like, mm-hmm. I think it's just like her very much being like, listen, I know all of you guys think I'm annoying or fake or whatever, but this is just how I am. And like, I think her whole thing, this album is, I'm very tired of trying to convince you I'm not. Yeah. yeah. My favorite part of the music video is one, Todrick Hall is in it for a brief second. Whistle. Todrick is my heart and soul. <laughs> um, but like Taylor Swift can kind of dance, and I was here for that because I thought she was going to be an awkward noodle. But I'm like, no, it's her with all of these attractive guys behind her, like dancing in heels, and they're all kind of slaying. And my I was like, dream. I'm here for that. And you're like, like, this is okay. I was like, I this isn't this. horrible. Yeah. Like, she can actually move. And I did not expect that from her. So I was like, good on you, Taylor. Yeah. Props to her for that because uh, <laughs> with all the beef between her and Katy Perry, Katy Perry can't dance, and then Taylor can. Oh my so gosh. just one more thing to throw in. Katy Perry's performance uh, was the most awkward oh. thing I've ever seen in my life. Why does she it's move like, like that? It's like she watched Space Jam one time, decided that was how basketball really worked, and then Nicki Minaj it's... came in and was like, yep, Nicki Minaj I'm just going to save this Mickey was like, okay, okay, I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> Like, listen, listen, listen. Down. I got this. I'm just going to do my thing and everyone's going to love it and you're just going to do you. I'll just let you do you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, some other awards, uh, best pop, fifth harmony, <laughs> throwing, throwing some pretty I, big I shade on a dramatic yeah. performance of uh, another member who left. So, yeah, we're referring to when they went on stage, they started out with there was five people up there and people were like, whoa, one of them left. What's that about? And so they all took their wigs off or their like hoods Co- off. Like, yeah, they had like And the four on. of them stayed up. And then the fifth one, which was a stunt person, dove backwards off the stage, kind of like being like, we don't need you anymore. And then they went on to give their performance, which was a, it was a fine performance. Yeah. But it was more like everyone was kind of caught up at the beginning to actually pay attention. Everyone was like, oh, my. And then uh, Taylor Swift also won Best Collab. For uh, uh, the song from Fifty Shades. Yeah. With which, um, Zane. I mean, you know, props to her. But um, um, Pink won the Vanguard Award, which, I mean, that's nothing new. That was, like, announced months right. ago. Yeah. Um, but her acceptance speech about her daughter was super cute yeah. and so yes. precious. And we need more people like Pink in the world. When I was a kid, I wanted to be Pink. Like Pink's she was, always like she's, she's always, always held been up. cool. Like yeah. she who like, hasn't Katie, wanted to be Pink? Katy Perry is the awkward mom who tries to be cool, but like Pink is actually the cool Honestly, mom who's you know like what? in You're with right. all. Yeah, she like Pink is actually the cool mom who understands and is is a part of things without it being awkward. Whereas like Katy Perry is the mom who doesn't get anything and is trying to. Yeah, I'd so almost she's... say Katy Perry is like a knockoff Pink kind of because like I feel like oh. Katy Perry tried to give the same vibe almost. Oh, Maybe. Oh my yeah. goodness, we figured Maybe. it all out. We it's figured out the music conspiracy. 
I mean, yeah, if, uh, Katy Perry tries to, uh, she's midlife crisis, like soccer mom, and then Pink is like, <laughs> I don't think Katy Perry like, knows cool. who she is anymore. I think she's very confused. I, I think, think Katy Perry recognizes that she's never quite hit that, like, she's never quite hit the Pink or Taylor Swift status. She's she's always been a star. She's but always she's, been right underneath. Yeah, she's yeah. never, she's been B-list the whole time, and I think she keeps trying to do something that'll make her A-list, and I think it's made her lose what she yeah. thinks she is. It's I just been say, uncomfortable think... for all of us. <laughs> I think Katy Perry has the most followers out of anyone on Twitter, though. I think. I thought it was at least, Gaga. At least she used to. At one point, Katy Perry had the most followers on well, Twitter. Well, there you go. It Good. was like Katy Perry and then Gaga and then Barack Obama. Well, there you go. I at follow one point. two of those three. <laughs> Guess which I don't one have it's a not. Twitter because I deleted my Twitter, so I'm lame. But shameful. I know. It's pretty much you can just shame me all Follow by BSU on Twitter. <laughs> Low-key follow by. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> Yeah, uh, do you guys have any other thoughts over the VMAs then? My boys won a VMA. Yeah. Your boys. 21 Pilots won for Best Rock Video again. Everyone, um, you ta- Sarah just mentioned 21 Pilots. You know what, what that oh means. My gosh, Take a shot. We're, yeah. starting, we're starting this off strong. Yeah, mentioning 21 Pilots. They won um, last year for the same category for the Heathens music video. This year they won for the Heavy Dirty Soul music video. They were up against... Um, I know for a fact they were up against Young and Menace by Fall Out Boy, which is an interesting song and an even more interesting music video. Still don't like any of the new Fall Out Boy stuff. You don't like Champion? No, I know. Oh my gosh, Champion is so good. I have to, not I'm going to have to go with Matt on this one and say not Fall Out been Boy is just the, the worst. any of the new Fall Out Boy. And you know I love Fall Out Boy. Yeah, not well, into I'm any not, of the new I'm stuff. I'm not the biggest fan of Young and Menace, but I, w- I was a huge fan of Champion. Champion was, it made me feel things. Old Fall Out, old fall out Boy for the win. I, yeah, I also old love Fall Out Boy, boy but I don't know. I'm going to buy Mania when it comes out. Um, and then Green Day was also up for that category. I think Coldplay was as well. But my boys won. Heavy Dirty Soul won. The end of an era wins. It's happened. It's the last, that's the last award that'll ever go to anything from Blurry Face. Man. Aww. Let's just shed a tear. Everyone shed tears. Here's hoping for the future. Here's ho- hoping for a quick future. I know. Like, um... <laughs> Hey, Tyler, you want to <laughs> drop some new music? No, nah, I'm pretty you. busy right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you, uh, say we move on to the top 100s, though. Yeah. Let's. Uh, Let me pull that up. Oh, I got it right here. Don't even worry about it. All right. But uh, yeah, as Matt said before, Despacito. I know what's up. 32 weeks as number one. Are you kidding? 32. That's crazy. If it gets one more, it'll beat out Mariah Carey because she currently holds the record and they're tied right now. How insane is that? Uh, her, I don't, I've never actually heard it. It's from like the 90s. It was her and some like Latin group did a song together. Huh. Latin. That's, a, that's <laughs> wow. an interesting, Look that's the, the key, guys. And the top 100, guys. We figured it out. I All right, we so we're going to start a group and then we're going to do that. Uh, but yeah, that's quick following up. Under, I took Spanish uh, in high school. Following <laughs> up under Despacito's Wild Thoughts by uh, DJ Khaled and Rihanna and Bryson Tiller. Not a huge DJ Khaled fan, mainly mm-hmm. because uh, I hate hearing DJ Khaled from every song. Uh, Cardi B is coming up, apparently. I'm not familiar. Uh, she is kind of a stripper, also a rapper. Yeah. Uh, oh. With Bodak Yellow. She's good. Didn't like it as much, but. Um, Believer just moved up from Imagine Dragons. I'm I'm a fan. Imagine of Dragons is probably one of my favorite groups right now. I'm, I'm a fan of lie. Imagine Dragons. That album, uh, I don't even what is that album? Uh, that Believer and uh, Walk the Wire yeah. and um, I don't, I don't keep up very well on that. I don't keep I like remember. I don't follow Imagine Dragons, but every time I listen to their music, I f- I feel good. They about They have every song I've heard by them 
honestly impresses me. I haven't really found a single song that I've been like. They mm, sing uh, no. not toxic. What's <laughs> radioactive? Radio. Yeah, that was like the not first. Toxic. That was yes. no. That's pretty Spears, honey. Um, Even that better. Was like the first. <laughs> that was like the first oh big God. hit from. A yeah, yeah. Album, yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty much what kicked them off. Back. But I mean, yeah. this album that they've been. And uh, they kind of slowly released it over SoundCloud and stuff because that's my main like platform I use. But mm-hmm. it's every song that has come out I've thoroughly enjoyed. Nice. Like, it is I'll immediately to, liked and saved onto my playlists. I mean, it's a uh, it's not the normal hip hop or Taylor Swift out there, and it will. It's alt. It is. That's it's where pretty I'm alt. At. Yeah, I would definitely check it out if you're into alt. But, uh, the alt right ruined the term alt for me. So like, <laughs> okay, so it's like alt music, alt I music, feel alt really rock. Uncomfortable. No, everyone. Uh, Matt, look, making it political. No, let's move I out of political this. and move on to song. Album I was gonna or actually artist. say about the top 100 thing. It's disappointing for Despacito because they probably could have gotten the like record over Mariah, but you know that as soon as that this gets updated next week, Taylor's gonna be on well, top. Well, this is the week of September oh. 9th. <gasps> so, gasp. Who knows? Gasp. Big gasps. But that'll be interesting, though. We'll see. To see to see if who will win. We just have to wait. We will. We will just have to wait and see. Anyways, everyone get hype about it. But does anyone have any recommendations then before we end off? Sign off here. Songs, okay. artists. Who would like to start? I can start. All right. So this is what I've been listening to most recently is Melanie Martinez because she good is, choice is super I can, cool. I can handle. Um. Her album, her entire album, Crybaby, is really, really cool uh, just because she takes these concepts that are really childlike but uses those to talk about more serious situations, and I think that's really cool. My favorite song on the album is probably Milk and Cookies. It is Good so one. cool. The bass line in the chorus gets me so hyped, but it's, like, creepy sounding, but also... And that's also the song on the album, I think, that is the most rock influence. There's a lot of hip-hop influence on that album. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm okay with it because it's fierce, and I'm a fan of her voice. She's super cool. All of her music videos are really weird, but oh yeah, <laughs> it's okay. You know, you just live with it. But listen to Cry Baby. If you have to choose one song, I would listen to Milk and Cookies. A uh, close second goes to Pity Party. Soap's another great one. Soap is great. Soap is a great song. They're all great. They're so good. Um, I am going to, you guys know I like to give you a little indie artists, yeah. so I'm going to go ahead and recommend Gregory Allen Isakov, he's a German artist, um, mm. his Empty Northern Hemisphere album. Um, if I had to pick one song from that, I'd choose Master and a Hound, um, but it's, the album has a lot, a lot of yearning in there. It's a very sad mm. album. It's basically, like it says, it's he is coming to this realization that he lives in this great empty northern hemisphere and there's nothing there and it's an album about searching for meaning and realizing you're not going to find one and there's it, there's a mm. lot of heart in that album and it's really fantastic um, if you're into kind of like cool chill music it's a little singer song writery so like yeah check it out I am going to uh, branch off into Not So Peaceful and go Neck Deep, their new album, The Peace oh, and yeah. Panic, right. because I uh, recently started getting into punk because of my roommate and uh, have thoroughly enjoyed this album, honestly. It's Not, a decent album. I, there hasn't been a it's single song in there that I haven't liked. Neck Deep's always good. Oh, right. yeah. And I didn't even like realize that. I felt so out of the loop. I was like, ugh, what have <laughs> I been missing? Oh, I my also God. Want, 
I want to listen to brand news. Oh, sorry, um, I was about to I say, haven't, I not, haven't listened to it not yet. Not to steal uh, and give myself a second recommendation, but Science Fiction by Brand New, their final album. I haven't listened to it yet. It's and I amazing. Need to. I need I'll to. have to check it out then. I'll say yeah. they are such an iconic band that really mm-hmm. defined the genre. And so the fact that this is their last album ever is very sad for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a lot of heart. It'll be a, I'll definitely have to check it's not, out. It's not a band that I've really listened to in the past, but the I want to listen to that album for yeah. sure. Just for iconic memories. Oh, yeah. I, I did this. I'm going to jump on like as they're dying. That's <laughs> what's going to go. happen. It's usually so t- I it usually cry. takes I'll me... cry about it like three years later. Yeah, it usually takes me a few weeks or months to get onto the popular music that was popular three months ago. And then I'm like, <laughs> right. oh, yeah, that was good. You're right. <laughs> that would totally make well, sense. Well, I'll talk yeah. to you in three months about Taylor Swift then. <laughs> no, I Maybe won't. That, I'm not going to enjoy it then. We'll check in. We're going to have a reunion podcast <laughs> in three months. I'm not going to enjoy it then, and I didn't enjoy it now. That'd be funny. No. Keep an eye out. No, it's not coming back. No, I <laughs> refuse. Right. Okay, so thank you for joining us for this episode of Remixed. We're super pumped to be back for the school year. Ooh. We're back at it. More podcasts will be coming out, and you can find those um, on our SoundCloud and iTunes at Ball State Daily. They'll also be up on our website um, at ByBSU.com. So check that out. Follow us on Twitter. Matt gave this plug earlier, but do it at ByBSU. Also, Ooh. like our page on Facebook. Guess what it is? ByBSU. What? We mix Crazy. it up here. Again, I have been your host, Sarah James, and I was joined by my lovely co-host. Tyler Wheatley. And our lovely guest. Matthew Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 <laughs>